BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. And I was like, WTF, why is there nothing on the market that is just for a cool woman who is wearing a skirt, who has thigh chafe, she's not running a marathon, she doesn't want to talk about balls or cycling or anything Like, she just wants a cool product that works. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jill Dunn, and I've got Carlene Higgins right here beside me virtually. Hey, Carlene. Hi. Hey, Jill. Hi, guys. So if you guys don't know us yet, we are two beauty editors turned beauty podcasters. And today we have a really fun episode with a beauty founder that's kind of killing it right now. Right, Carlene? That's right. Today we have beauty entrepreneur, social media influencer, body positivity advocate, and fierce animal activist. It's Katie Storino. And Katie is the founder of Mega Babe, the clean beauty brand that's all about stylish, solution-oriented products designed to help women feel more comfortable and confident in the skin that we're in. So if you follow Katie on Instagram, you know that she has a powerful and also very funny voice, an amazing personal style that really stands for size inclusivity. She's created two viral hashtags that really put Katie on the map, and they all started from her blog, The 12-ish Style. .com. And so she has supersized the look on her Instagram. And what she does is she basically takes a street style photo of someone like Gigi Hadid or Meghan Markle. And she does a split screen of herself wearing the look and she's not a size zero. And so it's just supersizing the look of the rich and famous, right? Yeah. And it's amazing because she poses in the exact same position with the same facial expression, like does her hair in the same way. It's really like, it's cute and funny, but it's also practical because you can actually shop the look. I love it so much. And over the weekend, she posted one that I thought was so good. She was talking about nostalgia TV and she kind of duped Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) Most of our listeners are probably too young, but like I used to love that when I was a kid and it was just hilarious. She's wearing like a gray tracksuit with a white towel around her neck, like running up a grassy hill. Yeah. Who isn't watching tons of nostalgic TV right now? (laughs) I know. Truth. I stand for Jessica. That's for sure. And her other famous hashtag is make my size. And that's also gone viral because what Katie does is she goes into traditional retail stores 
She grabs like the XL, the quote unquote XL size, takes them to the dressing room, tries them on. And then inevitably it's like the button won't close on a top or the jeans aren't coming up over her hips. And like, honestly, every woman has felt that feeling. Yeah. And it's just you in the mirror and you're just like, get me out of here. Like, it's such a horrible feeling. Yeah. Devastated. She's just taking selfies of it. And like, she's like, me too, you guys. Like, this is not our fault. It's actually on the brands. Calling them out. Mm -hmm. Love it. She talks really openly about this kind of stuff on her podcast. You get that same candid Katie. Mm -hmm. Her podcast is called Boob Sweat. But what's fascinating to me is how Katie built an entire beauty company around this idea that a lot of women are being underserved and they deserve something cute too. And if you think of the most iconic Mega Babe product, the Thigh Rescue Anti-Chafing Stick, I think that's just a prime example. It sold out in one week when it first launched in 2017. And she also has bust dust, for example, for boob sweat. And that also sold out on pre-order before it even launched. Just FYI, we're going to be reviewing and weighing in with our thoughts on these products at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. And her Rosie Pitts deodorant, you know, aluminum free. Who can forget that? So many people love that product. It had like a 13,000 wait list as well. So you guys know we recorded this interview pre-COVID in New York. In fact, they declared a state of emergency the weekend after we were there. And I remember specifically sitting in Katie's living room. She had just launched the squeaky clean hand sanitizer You know, you and I were using that in the airport and on the plane after. Totally. Yeah. And I know Mega Babe has been donating um, that product and some other personal care products to frontline workers in hospitals in New York. Um, You know, the anti-friction products, the shower sheets. So this is just, it's a brand with heart. And I love that. So in today's episode, you're going to hear the backstory behind how Katie turned a career in fashion public relations into a beauty company that's making a difference in so many people's lives. You'll find out how Katie's late pup Toast played an integral role in Mega Babe's origin story. And finally, where Katie is taking the brand next. Welcome, Katie. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast, and thanks for uh, inviting us here. So we understand you are the co-founder of Mega Babe, along with your friend and your sister. So yes. tell us what life was like for you growing up, you and your sister in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What kind of kid were you? I wasn't like overly girly, girly. Oh, these are all such like 80s gender norm like <laughs> ways to be, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I was an athlete, and I, uh, my sister was always kind of like the more serious businessy person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I don't know, I was a little. Yeah. She ran the lemonade yeah, stand. She did. And yeah. I was like, can I get more lemonade? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And then, so on to college, you went to University of Wisconsin. And of course, we read that you flew to Manhattan on your own dime for this Chanel internship interview. Yes. How intimidating is that? Like, what do you wear to a Chanel interview as in potential intern? God, what did I wear? (laughs) Honestly, I probably wore, I have no freaking idea what I wore. I know what I started wearing when I, when I started doing like my first like full-time job interviews, but I have a feeling I wore like my black bar pants. Mm -hmm. Do you know, do you know what like a black bar pant Mm -hmm. is? Okay. I feel like I wore like a black bar pant with like a black sweater. Yeah. 
Just black. Yeah. Go yeah. go one and doe. Just go black or go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what I did. And um, I definitely didn't look cool or right for the part. I think right. that is it. But they were like, you're professional. We like you. No, they were like, you won't leave us alone. <laughs> so we like you. Right. Yeah. And what was your sort of dream aspiration at that point? Like, I feel like you're like, I'm going to reach for the top here. Well, I was reaching for the top. Yeah. Um, and I, my dream aspiration was to be like the PR director of Chanel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't become the PR director of Chanel. No. <laughs> but I did lots of other things. So you continued in fashion, Dolce & Gabbana. Yep. And... Staying at the top. Yeah. And I understand that a phone call changed your young career. A phone call you intercepted? Yes. I was uh, at my little PR, like PR assistant cave desk and the the boss actually meant to call my boss to tell me that they didn't think that they had use for me anymore and that maybe it's time for like me to be like oh because I was there under I was there I freelanced for a year I wasn't like a full I was full-time freelance or whatever right um and I was like I answered the phone I'm like hello and then she was like hey I think it's time we let Katie go and I was like oh Oh, okay. (laughs) I appreciate the opportunity. You're like, like, I'll let her know. (laughs) It's me. And then she was like embarrassed, but like not that embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, what happened next? Oh yeah. I think Mm -hmm. then I started nannying for a little girl and I met Bobby Brown, the makeup founder. Mm -hmm. I met her brother-in-law and he introduced me to her and I started working for her. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I dipped into beauty for like five minutes, but Mm -hmm. I didn't stay in beauty. Beauty never really grabbed me. So it's so funny that I'm in beauty now because it just, it was never my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby brought me on actually because um, she needed someone to kind of manage the book production. Okay. Um, So she was like, you're just going to manage this. You're going to manage the Living Beauty book. And it was really cool because I got to cast so many different women who were like it was all about aging mm-hmm. and it was very interesting to like, we interviewed like Vera Wang and she was like the, you know, the last 10 pounds, whatever, like that you don't lose are going to keep the fat in your face and help you with wrinkles. Or I don't know. Mm-hmm. She said something like that. And I was like, Oh, I think I'm, that'll be helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it was just interesting to talk to these different women and like put them in a beauty spotlight because you don't typically see like a woman in her 60s or 70s being highlighted in a beauty way. Yeah. So it was cool. And I got to cast my mom, put my mom in it. Oh my gosh. I was so excited about it. We had like Nate Burkus's mom. Oh, no way. In it. Yeah. So then you started your own agency at 25. That's so young. Yes, it is. It's too young. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think so. I yeah. don't know. You know what? I had just, I had been through a couple different like office opportunities mm-hmm. and I had never been hired full time. I kept going from like full time freelance to full time freelance to full time freelance. And I don't know what that says about me. I think I was a pretty good worker. It's just like the opportunity wasn't there. What I learned during that time is that I really liked the work of PR, but I did not enjoy the environments mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I found that the fashion public relations scene was like pretty cutthroat and like run by a lot of people who want to make a really big deal out of some, something that's not, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, everything's an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I really liked the work and I liked working with the brands, but 
I just wanted to work by myself. Yeah. So I did. I started it really young. And now for a quick break to tell you about one of our new show partners, Nutrafol. Jill, you know, we talk a lot about the power of a good hair day and something we haven't chatted about a lot that affects so many women is hair loss. I know that we've definitely received a ton of DMs about this topic. And I just read a stat that apparently 30 million women experience hair loss. And I was shook by that number. Mm -hmm. And nearly half of all women experience it by the age of 40. Well, Nutrafol is here for anyone who hasn't felt seen in the past. It's a line of 100% drug-free oral supplements to help provide healthy hair growth and wellness all from the inside out. Actually, one of the co-founders of Nutrafol is Dr. Sophia Kogan, and she's a doctor herself who started losing her hair with the emotional and physical stress of her residency in medical school. And I can tell you, I've known friends who have gone through very stressful times Mm -hmm. and their hair actually fell out to the point where I actually helped a friend go wig shopping before her wedding for this very reason. Well, apparently high levels of the stress hormone cortisol can impact the hair growth cycle, which is why Nutrafol formulated their products with ashwagandha. It's an adaptogen that's meant to help with that. And even if you're not experiencing thinning hair, you guys, like I don't really have thinning hair, but I shed a ton. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start using Nutrafol because I just want healthier, fuller hair overall. And 77% of women saw improvement in 90 days. So that's really impressive results. Yeah. So we've got an exclusive offer just for you guys. If you want to check it out for yourself, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol com and use the promo code beauty to get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere. FYI. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries. So you never miss a dose. Shipping is free on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com with the promo code beauty. That's their best offer anywhere. 20% off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A- FOL.com with the promo code beauty for hair as strong as you are. And we'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our blog. And now back to the podcast. So toast your dog. I know. Played your, (laughs) your late dog, right? Yeah. Sorry. Played a big role in your career as well. Yes. Tell us us about the legend of toast. Um, Well, I don't know if you guys are real housewives fans. I am. Did you see Toast get married on Housewives? No, I didn't. Which which one? New York? New York. Oh. Um, season eight. Okay. I'll back up. Okay. <laughs> uh, Toast was, she's kind of why I got into social media as mm-hmm. a profession. Mm-hmm. I started an Instagram account for her and she, she just had like a very special person. Everyone thinks their dog's cute. I'm sure your dog is cute, but Toast was like really special. She had no teeth. Her tongue stuck out. She was a rescue. She was like, this ruby cavalier, and she had a great story to go By with her way, personality. The I know there's right a now. lot of toast. <laughs> there's a lot of toast art in my house, um, which I always think. I wonder if people think is weird, but I I don't know. She's a great looking dog. I love the tongue. So I started an Instagram account for her, and she quickly became a fashion dog because I took her on as a client, really, mm-hmm. and started pitching her out and started doing Amazing. things like. Um, like uh, who wore it better between like her and different celebrities. And, yeah. and she just, she had this amazing career that 
I never thought she could have. I don't know. It was it was wild. Like yeah. we had a really wild time together, and she was kind of in the beginning of Instagram famous dogs, so it was fresh and it didn't feel as like. I love shitting on like the new the new class of the Instagram dog influencers. Dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like it's not as forced as it is now. Like people right. weren't necessarily it wasn't like a thing. Right. So now it feels like people are now they're like I'm gonna get a dog and make it famous. Was this in the Choupette era? Choupette. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Choupette was like not even a thing. Now I'm going to go find out how many followers Choupette has. <laughs> but honestly, I, 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 you see, I was a real dogager. I was Chris gonna, Jenner I was of the dog ask, world. What's the word? I was like, what's the word? No, it's, it, I'm, I'm a very aggressive dog mom and I know it. We still run the account. We use it for like dog adoption, messaging, rescue messaging, okay. animal welfare messaging. And we post pictures of cheese and crumb and Muppet, her sisters. Mm -hmm. okay, so great. it's like, we're still like kicking and, and lucky to have the platform to do good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So good. Toast lives on. Yeah. So tell us how that sort of influencer and, and growth of Toast popularity led to the style blog that you ultimately created. Toast got cast um, for a campaign with NARS and, and Man Repeller, the blog. And when I was on the set, like it, literally, she, I think she had a, she had a director's chair that said Toast on it. Like she just, she was so famous. <laughs> and I started talking to one of the editors there, Amelia Diamond. And I was like, you know, you guys should have a little bit more size diversity. Like, and she's like, well, why don't we show you? You have cool style. And I was like, me? No one wants to see me. And she was like, yeah, let's do like a, like how to dress for like this body type kind of thing. So we did this story um, and I was so uncomfortable. So like deeply uncomfortable getting photographed. I had never done that before. And I think the dogs were like a prop for me where, and I, it's still like this today. Like if I, if you ask me to talk about mega babe, it's much easier for me to talk about it. But talking about myself is harder, right? That's like, it's hard to pitch yourself. But once I read the comments of women who were like, I've never seen my body type featured on a fashion blog. Like I've never seen, I don't know. I've never seen like a fashion blog pay attention to someone who's my size. It's so cool to see the representation. Once I saw those comments, it was like this thing happened where I, I truly was like, whoa, like this isn't me. Like, cause it, working in fashion at that point for like probably eight, eight or 10 years, you just start to feel like everyone's a size zero and that's how the world is. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, listen, I'm just, I'm a huge person. And like, this is, it's my fault and I can't be skinny. And I had this whole negative internal dialogue with myself all the time. And then once I saw that there were other women out there, duh, who like had a body closer to my body, I was like, whoa, 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 I'm not the problem. And it just, it clicked just like they say when people have something that clicks, like it just clicked. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going to be this person. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I found my footing and it really started off more as a shopping page. Mm -hmm. Like I truly just wanted to tell you where to buy jeans, who was like extending their sizes, like what men's clothes you could go borrow from the boys and like make your own. Very like service oriented. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just didn't realize that I would start to get women of all sizes mm -hmm. who were like 
you inspire I'm a size four and mm-hmm. you inspire me to want to wear a swimsuit on the beach. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hope it is now. It's mm-hmm. like, it's clothes, it's fun, mm-hmm. but it's, I think the bigger message is more about just stopping the body conversation in such a negative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the hashtag for anyone who wants to check it out is supersize the look. And so we can see like, you know, kind of a, a get the look type of idea. Um, on Instagram, if you guys want to look it up. And so which one, I'm curious, which one's the most kind of clicked on or got the most responses? Like, oh. is it Meghan Markle or what? what yeah, is the it's, one? it's Meghan Markle. It so right? Supersize the Look, I started because I wanted to show women that they might be inspired by a celebrity's look, but they think that they can't pull it off because mm-hmm. of their size. So I wanted to show them like the look exists at both sizes mm-hmm. um, in a cool way. Yeah, Meghan Markle by far is the like most used to be Kate Middleton and then mm-hmm. she just she wears just a monochromatic like yeah. she's just wearing like a navy outfit and people are like how does she do it <laughs> and I'm like okay I, I I actually I'm very hopeful for her that she will turn up the style heat now mm-hmm. that she doesn't have like the royal rules around her right yeah um, the good thing about Meghan Markle's style is that it's super easy to replicate like mm-hmm. it's never Kate Middleton's is much harder like we're currently working on one and I'm like, how are we going to find this very specific coat? Right. But yeah. Meghan Markle's is much yeah. easier. The other hashtag that you've, that's gone completely viral is make my size. Yes. Tell us about that one. Make my size is something I did out of frustration. It was very scary for me to do this because I truly like as a blogger, brands and designers pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how you keep going quite honestly. So it was scary to call out a designer because I didn't want to be known as like this negative call out person. But at a certain point, like I'm a quote unquote fashion blogger, I'm living in New York city and I cannot buy clothes and Mm -hmm. I'm not, not, not that any size is extreme. I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm not so far out of the average size of an American woman. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm a size 18, 20 and the average size American woman is a 16. And I couldn't find clothes, mm-hmm. you know? So I just started showing designers what their largest size looks like on me. Because another thing is people look at my Instagram and they're like, we can dress you. Like mm-hmm. we have clothes for you. And they're mm-hmm. like, send me an extra large. And I'm like, yeah, your extra large is a 12. And like, I'm not a 12. Mm-hmm. Or because my handle used to be the 12-ish style, brands love to send me a 12. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm not a 12. Like it was called the 12-ish because it's like 12 and up and like right. you fluctuate sizes. And anyway, I thought it was tough to shop at a 12, 14 and mm-hmm. shopping at 18, 20 has been just a, a real journey. Hey guys, I want to pause for a moment to talk about something that's bringing me pure joy at the moment. It's my new favorite subscription, Causebox. If you haven't heard about Causebox, it's a quarterly subscription box curated by women for women. And every limited edition Causebox comes with six to eight full-size products from skincare and jewelry to homewares and accessories, along with a magazine that tells the story behind how each of the brands is working to help make the world a better place. Here's what's really clutch, though. 
As someone who asked for things like a vacuum cleaner and socks for my birthday, I really appreciate that Causebox isn't filled with random junk. They send you quality products that you're going to love and actually use every day. Like, I'll tell you what was in my box. A pure four-in-one correcting primer. It has aloe in it to help with redness, so I love that. A Luna Nectar Jade Roller. I mean, just add face oil and roll, girl. Boxy Originals earrings, which are dainty and pretty and perfect for those Zoom meetings. A vegan leather organizer. A duffel bag by The Known Supply. A bento box by Bent Go, which has all these separate compartments and cutlery. And my personal favorite, a reduced insulated tumbler that I've been using to have wine on the porch with my neighbors at a distance. <laughs> pretty much every weekend. And by the way, they all want one now. And of course, the absolute best part is that it comes in a gorgeous flower box that arrives straight to your door. Now more than ever, it's what we could all use, whether it's for yourself, your sister, or your mom. I'd love to see some of you guys receiving your cause boxes. If you get one, tag us at Breaking Beauty Podcast and let us know what was your favorite product in the box. For me, it was the insulated wine tumbler. Show us what sparked joy for you. And we have an exclusive discount just for Breaking Beauty listeners. Go to causebox.com beauty and use the code beauty to get your first box for 30% off. As in, you can get your first box worth over $250 for less than $39 and free shipping. Remember, the last four cause boxes sold out within days, so you're going to want to get get there fast. That's causebox.com slash beauty and use the code beauty for 30% off your first box. And now back to today's episode. Let's talk about the body care brand you launched summer of 2017, Mega Babe. That's, you know, the real reason we're here. So how did that idea come about? Mega Babe started because every spring I would start to review anti-chafe products for my followers. I mean, and I didn't start using anti-chafe products when I started my blog. I had been using them like my whole life, um, alternating between like little mini shorts under your dress or uh, like the old hack of deodorant or using like running products, monostat. So I I was like, okay, like this, this like works okay, I guess. Like, and I just kept reporting and people kept sending me their hacks or their products they liked. And I was like, WTF, why is there nothing on the market that is just for a cool woman who's wearing a skirt, who has thigh chafe. She's not running a marathon. She doesn't want to talk about balls or cycling or anything. Like she just wants a cool product that works Mm -hmm. without any toxins, like without nasties. (sighs) And and so I am that sigh was because then you get women who are like, deodorant works fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ma'am, it doesn't. Like mm-hmm. I just try thyroid. I have sent product to people who tell me that they don't think it will work better than deodorant. I'll be like, what's your address? Yeah. Like, Let's, I'll take Is that you a right- dare. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, you're right. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't understand why there was nothing out there. I talked to my sister. I was like, listen, I want to make a thigh chafe stick. And she was like, okay. And then my best friend, Kate, I was like, you're so smart. I want to work with you. Um, and she was like, okay. And neither of them have thigh chafe. And we started to go to factories to ask about, we need to make an anti-chafe stick, something for thigh chafe. And I can't explain to you how many places were like, what? Like that's, I don't know. Sounds like a niche product. Don't think enough people have it. Don't think this is going to be a real business. Like we just kept hearing that over and over. But 
we found someone who got it. And mm-hmm. finally, I think it was actually a woman in the lab of a company. And I was like, this is what I want. This is how I want it to be. These are the things I don't want. And she got it. Mm-hmm. She she understood what I was talking about. So then you were like testing all of the formulations? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah yes. So, yeah. I, so we worked with her to make something that worked mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. And it does, as you can tell, I'm very confident about it. It's It literally is like, it's like how I know I have good eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Like I just... <laughs> It's like, I, I know we make the best chafe stick. Mm-hmm. And now if you want to launch and knock us off, like I can't help that, but like, it's yeah. true. But what makes it different than deodorant? Like how do yeah. you explain it? So what's here, in it? What's exactly. not in it? So here's the thing. Deodorant is meant to dry you out, especially if you have antiperspirant in the deodorant you're using, which has aluminum, which you shouldn't be like putting near your vagine anyway. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. think about that for a second. Deodorant may have a, a temporary slip on your skin, but Thigh rescue sits on top of your skin, truly. It's just like a, it forms a barrier on top of the skin and it doesn't rub in. It just mm-hmm. sits there. I'm currently rubbing my arm, which your viewers cannot see. I mean, your listeners cannot see, but so it just stays there to protect the skin so that as you're moving, it, it doesn't like rub in. It just sits on top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so right away, it pretty much became a hit. Like yes. Those people were wrong. Everyone was wrong. Yeah. Everyone's looking at me being yeah. like, this is a you problem. This is so niche. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone really like needs this product. This is, I'm talking about like family and friends included telling me this stuff. But <laughs> I was like, no, it is. It is. And I knew it because my people who follow me, like I knew that this was a passionate journey that we were always going on every spring and summer. Mm-hmm. So we launched Thy Rescue. It sold out uh, in the first month, mm-hmm. which it was, was just devastating. Like, was it like direct to consumer just on your direct website? Direct to consumer just on the website. So you just put it up and you're like, ah, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers like, crossed. We, yeah. we went to Sephora and Sephora told us they didn't think the category was a thing. Yeah. And then Bust Us sold out in pre-order. Mm-hmm. So we were, wow. yeah. So, I mean, these are two products that we thought like are going to be taking out my parents' garage for like four years. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We had no idea it was going to, because my parents packed the orders for the first two years. Wow. Good on yeah, them. We, we were on a tight ship. Yeah. No kidding. Um, Startup life. Startup life for sure. We really try to make sure that things work. Mm-hmm. So if they, if we don't like them and like they don't, and we're pretty judgy Mm -hmm. and we're pretty picky. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if we don't think it works, Mm -hmm. we're not going to put it out. If it like, eh, it works okay. Mm -hmm. It like looks cute. It's a good marketing concept. We don't do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's the reason why like our butt mask, like you have to be like, it's really strong. Like don't leave it on for too long because it really like, Things really work. Right. So, by the way, that's coming out right now. Or yes. it, it's a uh, Latush. It's, yeah. Explain what it is. We launched Latush. Actually, this is a product that really came from the requests of like our customers. Mm-hmm. They're like, we really want something for body acne because we sit in our yoga pants a lot. Like, body acne is becoming like it's something that happens. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in yoga pants or not, I'm sure people mm-hmm. have body acne. So, it, it really is for the butt, but you can use it wherever you want. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's an strong. exfoliating mask. It has a physical exfoliate. Like, what is wrong with me? It has a physical <laughs> talking exfoli- points, Katie. Yeah, I bottle. No, um, we have three different acids in it, and yeah. it has a physical exfoliant oh, in wow. it. So it really works. The first time I put it on my husband's body, I was like, "We're doing a full body latouche." He was like beat red for ten minutes, and I was like, "I." 
I killed him. <laughs> um, but he, but then the the redness fades because that's just like the acids working. Right. But yeah, yeah. It's scary right. for a second. But then, yeah. but then you are soft as hell. Yeah. 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 Now, I heard you on another podcast and you were saying that all of the products in Megababe are problem solution oriented. Yes. So you, we're never going to find like a lipstick from Megababe. I don't think so. We don't think. Um, right. So just curious, like where you think the brand could go in five years? Like, would you ever get into potentially like period care or? Potentially. I mm. mean, period care isn't my passion at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I have other places I'd like to go. There's plenty of women's problem solution and issues left to tackle. Mm. I think that our beach paint, which is a melasma mm-hmm. blocker, hyperpigmentation, sun mustache, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that that's going to be really big this summer. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it got a proper shot last summer because we launched it in August because production delays because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. small business. Yeah. But I think that we have a lot of runway left. So you must get a ton of DMs and comments on your blog and Instagram. What's been a pretty moving one that stuck with you over during this journey? I'll use that word, journey. In my DMs, I have women every single day who are mm-hmm. like, FYI, I bought a pair of jeans because of you or like you were like a key part in starting my body confidence journey or I mean, these are such uplifting stories. And to think that I even have one you know, ounce of impact on someone's feeling about themselves mm-hmm. is pretty cool and pretty exciting. You know, we can't sign off without talking about your podcast. Oh, Boob Boob Sweat. sweat. Yeah. Perfect name. Launched last year. I enjoyed the anxiety episode. That was close close to my heart. Yes. Yeah. That one was really... to look into pills. That one was impactful, I think, for a lot of people. And medicine or no medicine. I feel like people were just like, hey, like I'm not alone in this feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And who's your dream guest for your podcast? (sighs) Let's manifest something right here. My dream guest for my podcast would be... Gwyneth Paltrow, because I feel like Goop's like the sophisticated, like uptown older sister to Boob Sweat. Like Boob Sweat's like a distant cousin. She definitely doesn't have like the same kind of apartment that Goop has, but she just, you know, she's scrappy and she wants to talk about things that make people uncomfortable. And I think Gwyneth does that all the time. She gets a lot of shit for it. Yeah, she does do that. She knows how to make a headline. Yeah. She made a candle that the says it sm- smells like I my know, vagina. But people are are so critical of her. Mm-hmm. It's so, yeah. they're like, she endorses fake medicine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to follow it. Yeah. Like, right. read it. Decide mm-hmm. for yourself. Like, yeah. go ask your own doctor. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. people are so critical of her. Yeah. If you could go back and look at your high school yearbook pick of Katie, tell us what that would look like and what advice you would give to yourself now. I think probably ditch the shimmering pearls. <laughs> no, the advice would probably be that no one is going to do it for you. Got to do it yourself. Well, thanks to Katie for hosting us very generously in her living room to see where all the magic happens for Mega Babe. So, Carlene, <laughs> now is the portion of our episode where we're going to give our thoughts on the best selling products, right? Yeah, that's right. So as we all know, Mega Babe is all about problem solution. And I feel like the most iconic one is the Thigh Rescue, the anti-friction stick. I know you've been trying it, Jill. So tell us what you think. Yeah. So this is $14 and you can get it at Target or uh, direct to consumer as well. But honestly, the first thing you think when you see this brand or this product is like she could easily charge twice as much for this product. 
Yeah, because it's so cute and it looks like a high-end premium product for sure. Exactly. So it is a bomb-like formula that's designed to create a barrier to reduce friction, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's in a stick format. Um, so it's really, really simple to apply. Like a deodorant stick, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so the main ingredients in it are aloe, grapeseed oil. Um, there's vitamin E. So that provides hydration. And you can really use it anywhere that you would get chafing or friction. So for me, that's between the thighs in the summer. I am that person that like if I wear, I'm wearing a lot of dresses or skirts, I always want to wear like shorts underneath almost because it is uncomfortable if you get that friction between your thighs. Hello, I'm sure it happens to a lot of people out there. Yeah. Does it just turn into like a rash or? Yeah, I was just going to say it's like you get a rash or it's just like irritation. And then like, say you're on a on a holiday somewhere where you're walking like 20,000 steps a day because that's the Mm -hmm. best part of being on a holiday. Oh yeah. It can hurt. And day after day, it really can cause a lot of skin sort of, it hurts. So I love that this is just something you can bring with you on the go. It really does the job. I find it doesn't move around or transfer. It doesn't get onto my clothing. It really sort of just like liberates you from having to wear shorts under a dress or under a skirt when it's really hot temperatures. Yeah. And so for me, it definitely is a summer staple. I think what's genius about it too is it can be used for a lot of different purposes. I know a lot of runners who love this product. Mm -hmm. They put it underneath their sports bras when they're going for a long jog or like underneath the armpit where you can get a lot of friction and a lot of chafing and that just sucks. Yeah. And so I think it's genius for that as well. And yeah, you're not embarrassed to take it out. I know in the past, my girlfriends and I would use like, there was like a hack you could do with like monostat chafe gel or something. And like, it was gloopy and gross. And it just, who wants to pull a tube of monostat out of their purse? No one. Yeah. You're like, it's not for a yeast infection, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And then back in the day, you would use Vaseline for like anti-chafing. But again, gloopy. If it gets on your clothes, it stains them. Like just not Not something you want to carry in your purse at Coachella. Definitely not. So I think that this is definitely a huge hit and it's so smart that she created it. And I will be, you know, I have it in my summer tote at all times. Yeah. What did you try? I took out the Bust Dust Anti-Boob Sweat Powder for a spin this past weekend. I actually went jogging, Jill. Can you believe? Good for you. That's amazing. (laughs) I am not a jogger at all, you guys. But, you know, being in this sort of semi-lockdown situation, it was just felt so good and freeing to get out there. Totally. So yeah, this product, it's $16. You can get it at Target. Again, it's really cute. It's a talc-free powder that is designed to absorb sweat. And so I did the test where I put it under one boob and not under the other. I also put some in my cleavage. And I definitely could feel that there was, just like it suggests, there was less sweat under that one boob. And, you know, I don't have big, big boobs. So this isn't something that it's not a sort of like a condition that I get if I'm just at a backyard barbecue where I have to worry about like my dress getting all sweaty. But yeah, I feel like, you know, again, like you said, some of these products are just great for like runners and stuff. And certainly if I did have larger boobs and I had to deal with that, I would definitely want to be like protecting my clothing. Yeah. You know, I invest in my clothing. I don't want to be walking around with like boob sweat, visible boob sweat showing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. <laughs> no, but just like yeah. on your clothes, I don't totally. think anybody really is just like you don't want a big pit stain, stain. mark nope. either. Totally, right? totally agree. Yeah. So, so smart. 
Yeah, it's the non-aerosol pump too that I find is genius because I think that's just a smart solution for applying a product that's powder. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you don't get it everywhere. So you can just hold it like an inch from your skin and just like give it a pump and then just use your hands to rub it in. It's cornstarch. So that's what's absorbing the sweat. It's, right. you know, these are sort of clean beauty formulas. Mm-hmm. It also has like aloe in it. That's going to help with any inflammation and lavender. That's great for like antiseptic and growth of bacteria. And so I feel like actually this would be a great product for someone like my sister because she gets like acne on her chest, I think uh-huh. from all the sweat and in the summer. So yeah, I like I just got a great gift idea. Yeah. Does it go on clear? Like, did you rub it in? It looks like a, a baby powder. Like uh-huh. it's white. But, uh-huh. And you do have to be careful. Like I was wearing black and I made the mistake of putting it on after I got dressed and then I going see. up my shirt. So I was getting some white powder on my black clothing. So you don't want to mm-hmm. do that. You want to do it when you're naked okay. and put it on and then put your clothes on over top. So and then you're good. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, really excited to see what's next. This is such a baby beauty brand. I know Katie's going to be killing it in future. Can't wait to see what is next from this brand. So we will stay tuned and uh, see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.